boy, I'm not running a tight board this morning. I'm sorry about that. This is uh, <laughs> BJ.show or whatever the heck it is. What's our – BJshow.co. Yeah, we'll see what happens with that. <laughs> that goes nowhere right now, too. Okay, I am Brad. He is John, John Combest. You can check out his website, just like his name says, John Combest. John is common spelling, J-O-H-N-C-O-M-B-E-S-T.com. You know, when I was a police dispatcher, <laughs> one of our favorite little stupid things were to do was – You'd hear that's a point-to-point. Point-to-point means nothing to most people, but I don't know if it still exists anymore, but there was a channel where all the different... Did you hear that? Are you still there? That squeak? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I don't know what that was. I okay. There was a channel that the different departments could talk essentially dispatcher-dispatcher. So in other words, you could get okay. on there. And the idea was that, like, for example, if you had, like, a, let's say if you had a, a, a car chase that was coming out of Franklin County, and yep. let's say the union police was, were behind a bank robber, and they chased the guy down Highway 50, and he got on 44 going eastbound, the union dispatcher would get on, and he would call the Pacific dispatcher. He'd call the, the, the you know, the Eureka dispatcher, and, you know, hey, you know, uh, you know this union police department, we have, a you know, a pursuit uh, eastbound 44, headed east from Highway 100, you know, in excess of 100 miles an hour. So in other words, those dispatchers and those various munis could get on their channels and say, hey, yep. you guys, uh, if you're near 44, uh, Union Police is in pursuit of a bank, bank robber in eastbound 44. Okay, that kind of deal, okay? Yep. So one of the favorite little jokes the dispatchers would do back and forth was, and sometimes even on their own channel, let's say you pulled over some guy who was like from Russia, and the guy's name was... Hunka bunka or something like that, and you know, like you, 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 the police officer ran his driver's license, and you would read it back, and you would say, "It's Joaquin Hunka bunka bunka, common spelling." You know, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you know, the idea being that okay, what's the common spelling of that? So the idea being common spelling was your J O H N as opposed to J O N or or one guy, uh, my one of my professors' name was John, and he spelled it J N O. Figure that one out. <laughs> wow. Well, you know, if I was French, if I was if I was a Frenchie, it'd be J E A N. Yes. You know, pronounced John. You'd be Jean. Okay. Oh, Jean. You'd be okay. Chris Nagy. Is that his name? Nagus. Nagus. Okay. Do you know the huge controversy that has... I don't know, but I, I saw his name on Twitter yesterday, and I was surprised to see that he's not not a reporter, but he's a uh, content editor or content calendar creator or something. I can't believe, I'll be honest with you, John Combest of MrJohnCombest.com, I can't believe you don't. he's not on the John Combest site this morning. So what happened? If, it's not, if it doesn't have to do with Missouri, it's not going to be on my website. Oh, no, no, no. This is Missouri. This is Missouri. Okay, go ahead. I want to hear it. He took his kid, one or, one or more kid or kids, to the Polar Express. Oh, in the video downtown of the, of the yeah. dereliction of duty. Yes. And if you don't know what this is, essentially it's – I guess it's like, I don't know, some kind of a train car or something like that. Yep. I've taken the Polar Express, actually. Uh, Okay, well, then explain what it is. Yep. Okay, well, so I believe now I took the Polar Express, gosh, it was probably six or seven years ago. And you get, at the time, you you board an old school train uh, at Union Station. And then you go, I believe we went across the river into Illinois. uh, But... You know, you get to see the beautiful sights, and and theoretically, you get to see uh, uh, some of the sights of downtown. And there's also entertainment on the train. It's a cool thing for kids, whatever. But of course, because you're in downtown St. Louis, you get to see the underbelly of the city. Yeah, and and this is a a sort of a takeoff on the Tom Hanks movie, The Polar Express, where 
I, I, you know, and once again, I don't think I've ever seen that movie. And I think that movie came out. My kids were, I think, were a little bit too old for that when they came out. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. Oh, okay. So essentially, I've heard people talk about there's like they have like people who dance in the in the aisles. Is that right? right? And the Santa Claus comes by. Right, 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 right. Okay. So this Chris Chris Nagy is that what is it? Nagus. N a g u s. Nagus. Nagus. Okay. He's on the Polar Express with his kid. And or maybe kids. I know he was on there with a kid, maybe more than one. And he took some video out the window of the train car of going through North City. And apparently he posted this either on his Twitter account or, you know, formerly known as Twitter, his ex account or something like that. And it went viral. And the mayor is not happy with him. And apparently the mayor has personally called him out saying, what a horrible thing you've done. Now, his point is that he's saying like, hey, look, think about this for a minute. You're bringing people to Union Station, and they may be from out of town. They may be tourists. They may be, you know, hey, hey, you know, the, you know, Uncle Jim and his kids are coming to town. Let's go down to the Polar Express. And you get on the train station, down at Union right. Station, and you go through the combat zone in North City, which is what's, what it takes you through. I don't think it goes, I don't think it, I don't think it took you across the river in this, you, you may, may have, because he said, and the thing that I thought was interesting, I heard this interview, he said that when you got done with the trip, they drove backwards. Does that sound right? Did, did, did you go backwards? Yeah, the train goes in one direction, and then it goes back the other way. So it literally— Now, go, it, when I took it you know, six or seven years ago, there was some sort of malfunction, and we ended up being on the train for an extra hour or so, and it was just typical, you know, what you would expect from something in St. Louis City— uh, just typical malfunction, incompetence, no no explanation. It, it was it wasn't really a great experience. So the train goes out, and then when it's done, it just goes in reverse and goes back to the train yeah. station. Then okay, yep. So he said part of it was, and apparently they go in they they end up down on the landing in that elevated section, which ultimately goes underground in front of the arch. I don't know if you yep. know. A lot of people don't even realize there's a train track. That if you go and look at really, really, really old pictures of of the the riverfront in downtown St. Louis before the arch was there, there's all sorts of buildings and houses and and plants and and businesses and things like that. And there's a railroad that goes right along what used to be called Wharf Street, which is now L. K. Sullivan, and that was a major rail line. And when they put the arch in, the people go, "Well, we can't have a train there," so it goes through a tunnel. There's a train tunnel that's on the north side of the arch grounds, which you know after you're coming through the um, the um, um, well, the landing area goes under, goes through a tunnel, and then comes out on the south side, down near Shoto in South City. So apparently that stretch was like really nasty. You know, and the other thing about it was he was talking about the fact that apparently um, one of the things that really drew his attention to it was when they're at, they're down a landing and they're near that Al Steakhouse. You ever been there before? Uh, no, I don't think I have. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. It's been there forever. And supposedly it's like super high-end dining. And if you if you know where the casino is, the Lumiere now, what, the Golden Horseshoe, whatever... It has two entrances on one side. There's one entrance on the north side. I believe it's Carr Street, C-A-R-R. 
If okay. you go, if you take Car Street and you get off like in downtown St. Louis, you go underneath 70, which is now 44, which is confusing as hell. But if you go that direction and you go down to the end of Car Street, right before you make a right and go onto L.K. Sullivan, there's a restaurant down there called Al's. Okay. And supposedly it's a very high-end white tablecloth kind of restaurant. And he said it, there it looked like, like he said, looked like Beirut. You know, I'm going like, yeah. that's well, not good. Now, the other the other thing that happened yesterday that's of note that's in the same category, Brad, is that. Oop, did I just lose you? Uh, I just lost you. Oh, are you there? Are you in the middle of the day? Oh, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. You, you, you dropped out there for about three seconds. Go back, go back and say what you were going to say. I'm here, Brad. Okay. Yeah, so Andy Banker is a reporter at Fox 2, and uh, he was doing a stand-up in the middle of the day. And a car drove by and shot a pellet gun at him, I and hit him in the head. That. I heard uh, that. In broad daylight. I heard so that's, that. That's another joy of St. Louis uh, media broadcasting. Oh man, you know, and it, there was a time when I think the media was sort of viewed by you know good and bad people is you don't screw with them. You know what I mean? But right. that yep. has really changed because there, if you go on YouTube. There are all sorts of crazy videos. Matter of fact, there's one that I watch from time to time. It's this guy that's done it for years. It's called News Be Funny. And he, every month he posts, like, it's mainly bloopers. But you see bizarre, weird things where, you know, like somebody's outside doing a stand-up and, you know, and they're, they're doing their, their, their thing, blah, 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 blah. And bango, boingo, uh, somebody comes and and jostles them or yells at them or screw, uh, screws around with it. Right. There was a story last week where, um, you know, what was it? What they called it? APEC, the big con- uh, conference, the international conference that was in San Francisco. You know what I'm talking about where, where uh, uh, China's... Oh, yeah, where they cleaned up the city. So right, right, nice. right. Did you hear the story about, I think it was someplace from like Czechoslovakia or Yugoslavia or something like that. Did you hear the story about their news crew? No, I didn't. They got robbed at gunpoint, and they stole all their equipment. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> they were yeah, in, in San Francisco. Right. They were in San Francisco. They're, they were someplace doing a stand-up. Now, what's happened is, and this is sort of spooky because what's happened in local TV journalism, there was a time when... If you were a reporter for one of the TV stations, you got in a van and your guy, the guy that drove you around was your engineer and he had the van and he had all the equipment and he would set up all the stuff. He'd set up the lights and the camera and you would stand up and you would, you know, hold your microphone and he would either videotape you or put you on live. And then when the shot was done, he would pick up the camera and the lights and the stands and all that kind of stuff and put in the, in, in, in the, in the, the van and off you'd go. Not because the, the talent couldn't do that, but it was against union rules because the camera yeah, was yeah. IBEW, I believe local four. There's two locals in town. One's the broadcast, I think it's by IBW. Believe it or not, once upon a time I was a member of that union, but that's all another story. Anyway, now most of these people are what they call backpack journalists. You know what I'm talking about with this? They essentially yeah, they, have. They, ha- they do the whole thing themselves. Right? Yes, they have a. They, they have, bring their own tripod. They set up. They right. do the whole thing. They do the whole thing. They set the tripod up. And in the smaller markets, this has been going on for a long time. It's sort of gotten into the big markets. But in the smaller markets, if you talk to anybody who's worked small market television, they talk about the news director said, "Go out and cover this," and it would you know it would amount to you doing a stand up where you'd put the camera on a stand and you'd set up your microphone and the whole bit and you'd have yep. to frame it so that you you were in the and I'd heard some of these people talk about well I got back and looked at my video and my head was chopped off you know because they didn't they didn't frame it right the whole bit yeah. so this has gotten to the point where in some of the cities as a matter of fact there was a guy 
I think in Los Angeles, a guy who was an ex of retired police officer who was working security for one of the news stations, he got shot and killed because some gangbangers came up and didn't like the fact that the reporter was reporting on something in their neighborhood and they drove up and the, the security yeah. guard approached them and tried to get, and they pulled a gun and shot the guy and killed him. And well, that's like, exactly what happened to Andy Banker, although thankfully it was well, you know, yeah. a pellet, uh, pellet <laughs> gun, but he still got shot in the head. God, crazy stuff. Yeah. I mean, and you know, nowadays... With video cameras everywhere, I'm I'm a nerd like that. I go into buildings. I'm always looking around. I'm always yep. looking. Okay, there's a camera over there, camera over there. You go to the casinos, times ten. You right. Know? I mean, there's but, cameras. But if there are no consequences, Brad, if there's no consequence for the behavior, John, then who really cares? You can I get have as it. many cameras as you want, and if you're not going to be prosecuted, who cares? That was the whole the whole Kim Gardner thing. You know, yeah. I mean, I mean, I I knew a friend of mine who's who's is like a friend of a friend but this was a friend of mine that his that his uncle was a police officer in the city of st louis he would tell the stories about how they would arrest people and the guys would say hey man i'm not worried kim's gonna take care of me yep. <laughs> you know, going like you know, they, they should do if that were like some kind of a product wouldn't that be a great ad hey i'm not worried kim's gonna yeah. take care of me and then kim yeah. comes out yes i'm his insurance agent and i take care of him i take care of all my clients i can see a tv commercial like that hey act now right allow six to eight weeks for delivery right but it's a little bit different when who's going to take care of you is the prosecuting attorney who's yeah. not going to prosecute you you know what i mean that's where it gets a little bit when you know things are different right and she was elected and people <laughs> chose her twice I mean, and that's the thing that i remind folks about whether it's tashara jones or others people get the government they deserve and people <sighs> resoundingly supported tashara jones and kim gardner do you know there are certain people like for example i look across the river in illinois why would anybody elect J.B. Pritzker? I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't understand that one at all. I mean, he's they, but they also elected George Ryan. They elected uh, Rod Blagojevich. Like, come on. You know, I think you know. Be honest with you, I think Rod got a short a, a, a bad deal there because he was doing what every other politician does. Come on, let's be honest, John. Come on, be honest with me. Yeah, right. He, he was doing every, You know, hey, you got a position. Hey, what's it worth to you? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. But also, you know, when you when you're dealing with a state like Illinois, all the all the battles are really Democrat versus Democrat. And if you're a well, white male Democrat and you ascend to the top of the Democratic Party, there are going to be factions that want to that want to bring you down. It's all tribal. Okay, we got we to gotta go. I was going to say we got to take a break. We got to take a 23-hour break. We'll be back tomorrow. Is that okay with you? Absolutely. 7.59. This is Egbert Radio. You can check us out at egbertonair.com. 7.59.